Grace and peace to you, and thank you for showing up today. We began our time with the song, Again and Again by the Many. This Lenten refrain invites and gives us voice to our deepest laments, while also pointing us to hope. This is a time for creating space to pause to center yourself to be present to the Spirit of God in our lives. This time is a time for you.
And there is nothing you need to do but to show up and listen. As we begin today, I invite you to join me in a kinesthetic call by embodying our prayer as I prompt you. Let us listen and let us pray. Family of faith, I invite you to close your eyes if you're in a safe place to do so. As you are able, rest your feet on the floor beneath you. Release any tension you are holding in your jaw, your shoulders, your legs, your feet, your hands. Take a deep breath in and slowly let it out. The Hebrew word for breath, ruha, is the same word for spirit. So as you breathe, imagine that it is God who is filling up your lungs with energy and love. Trust that God is as close to you as your very breath. Now I invite you to still your mind. Imagine your mind as a river. Thoughts drift into view, as they always do. However, instead of holding on to these thoughts, allow yourself to let them float by. And listen. Listen deep. Listen far. Listen wide. Listen. The sound of your breath is the sound of the divine. This is holy space. As we continue this Lenten journey, our reflection and readings today come again from the collective ministry of Sanctified Art with the Lenten theme, Again and Again. Again and again, God first loved us. Before we were born, before we took our first breath, before the week started, before the year started, before we said, I love you, before we said, I'm sorry, before we figured out who we really are, before we figured out who we want to be before it all, God loved us unconditionally and freely, fully and honestly. God loved us. Again and again, this is where our story begins. May you remember again that God is here, that the Holy Spirit is at work in your life, and through Jesus we receive grace upon grace forevermore. Today's reading will come from the Gospel of John, the third chapter, verses 14 through 21, read from the NRSV Bible. This story, this gospel reading, takes place after inviting Nicodemus to be born anew. As you listen, notice what is familiar to you in this reading. The Gospel of John And just as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in him may have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, so that everyone who believes in him may not perish, but may have eternal life. Indeed, God did not send the Son into the world to condemn the world, 
but in order that the world might be saved through him. Those who believe in him are not condemned, but those who do not believe are condemned already, because they have not believed in the name of the only Son of God. And this is the judgment, that the light has come into the world, and the people love darkness rather than light, because their deeds were evil. For all who do evil hate the light, and do not come into the light, so their deeds may not be exposed. But those who do what is true come to the light, so that it may be clearly seen that their deeds have been done in God. As I read the scripture a second time, I invite you to dwell on a word or phrase that is new to you, something that you might be hearing for the first time. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in him may have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, so that everyone who believes in him may not perish, but may have eternal life. Indeed, God did not send the Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. Those who believe in him are not condemned. But those who do not believe are condemned already, because they have not believed in the name of the only Son of God. And this is the judgment, that the light has come into the world, and people love darkness rather than light, because of their deeds were evil. For all who do evil hate the light and do not come into the light, so that their deeds may not be exposed. But those who do what is true come to the light, so that it may be clearly seen that their deeds have been done in God. As I read the scripture a third time, what gift or message of hope do you hear for your life today? And just as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in him may have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son so that everyone who believes in him may not perish, but may have eternal life. Indeed, God did not send the Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. Those who believe in him are not condemned, but those who do not believe are condemned already, because they have not believed in the name of the only Son of God. And this is the judgment, that the light has come into the world, and people who love darkness rather than light because of their deeds were evil. For all who do evil hate the light and do not come to the light, so that their deeds may not be exposed. But those who do what is true come to the light, so that it may be clearly seen that their deeds have been done in God. Below in the comment section, you will see a piece of art titled Light Wave. This is an acrylic painting with gold leaf on canvas by the artist Liesl Gwyn Garrity. Again and again, God first loves us. A reflection from the artist. My first memory of this passage is from writing John 316 on my basketball shoes when I was in seventh grade joining many of my teammates and blending our sport with our faith. I don't remember knowing what the verse really meant, 
but my display of it was to make a statement about who I was, or at least who I desperately wanted to be. Like the branded clothes I wore or the way I styled my hair, this was just another way to curate my middle school self-image. I wanted to show that I was a good fit and that I fit in, that I believed in God. Later that basketball season, I added another Sharpie pen tattoo to my basketball shoes, my mother's initials, and the dates of her birth and death, marking the 44 years she lived. After her funeral, my teammates added her, initial, added her initials and the dates of her life to their sneakers in solidarity. Now, I know that Jesus originally spoke these famous words to Nicodemus, perhaps whispering them amidst the hushed noises of the night. I wonder why Nicodemus came to Jesus in the first place. Had Jesus' teaching uprooted his religious self-image, one carefully curated to project propriety and adherence to the law? Or had death recently left a sharp sting, unraveling his tidy beliefs, curating in him a well of desperate questions about eternal life? Jesus speaks to him with, uh, with poetry of promise. God did not send his son to judge the world, but so that the world might be restored through him. For God so loved, for God so loves, that like light, God keeps traveling to reach us with that redeeming love. In this abstract painting, the gold leaf marks become like a wave gliding through the cosmos, moving endlessly until it reaches everything. As I think back to those Sharpie pen inscriptions on my basketball shoes, perhaps for God so loved so that everyone will have eternal life was the perfect companion to my mom's initials. As we remember again and again that God first loves first, let us hear this poem by the Reverend Sarah R. Hold. If you hold a newborn in your arms, all at once you will understand the crook of your elbow, the cup of your palm, as never before. Ordinary curves of the body transformed into a resting place. You were designed for love. And if you're lucky enough to hold a newborn in your arms, and that newborn curls its tiny fingers around yours, making your hands look like the hands of a giant. Then time might stand still. And those around you who might point and say, look, that little one is holding you back. And in that moment, if you pay attention, you will catch a glimpse of the circle that love is meant to be. God is love, our resting place. With small hands, we hold back. Let us pray. God of the here and now, we have heard the words, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son. Time and time again, we read them on billboards, heard them in worship, and see them on signs. And yet, we know there is a difference between hearing these words in passing and truly, deeply listening. 
We long to listen to God. We long to hear your truth. We long to know your love. Open our hearts and minds. We are listening. Thanks be to God. Amen.